I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. On this episode of Newt's World, I want to explore the recent efforts to cancel Dr. Seuss, and what it tells us about how much more radical the Biden administration is going to be than the Obama administration or the Clinton administration. Listen just for a moment to Michelle Obama and other leading Democrats as they read about Dr. Seuss. Most of what you need to learn, you can actually just read Dr. Seuss. Hear this new wonderful book by Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I'm excited too. You know who saw this book this morning before he got on a helicopter? The president. He lo- we love Dr. Seuss in our house. How many people have heard of this book, Green Eggs and Ham? This is one of the classics. It is a great book. What's fascinating about all this is that Monday, March 1st, marked the beginning of National Reading Month with celebrations planned for National Read Across America Day on Tuesday, March 2nd. March 2nd is also Theodore Seuss Geisel's, or Dr. Seuss, 117th birthday. Born in 1904, the beloved children's author wrote 60 books during the course of his lifetime. Most Americans grew up reading Dr. Seuss or sharing his colorful books full of whimsical rhymes and unusual creatures with their children or grandchildren. In honor of Dr. Seuss' birthday, the National Education Association created National Read Across America in 1998. However, this year, 
the NEA has decided to no longer focus on Dr. Seuss books, but rather focus on what they describe as diverse children's books. And on March 1st, the White House published a, quote, proclamation on Read Across America Day 2021, in which President Biden never mentions Dr. Seuss, unlike his predecessors. This decision shows how radical the people who advise Biden are. For the first time, you have a president mentioning Read Across America Day, which involves Dr. Seuss' birthday, but not mentioning maybe the most famous children's author in our time. I was fascinated by this change because it clearly had to be deliberate. Every president up till now had mentioned Dr. Seuss, and in fact, he'd been integral to the whole concept of reading across America. So you have to ask yourself, why would Biden not mention him? And I think it's a hint at how deeply, profoundly woke the Biden team is, that under the bland, pleasant, stay in the basement, I'm a nice guy, there's actually a deliberate, methodical commitment to very, very left-wing, very cancel culture kind of attitudes. And the assumption on the left is that Dr. Seuss, by definition, having written for generations before today, can't possibly be acceptable. Our story begins in 1998, when the National Education Association, the NEA, the largest teachers union, established National Read Across America Day on Dr. Seuss' 94th birthday. He passed away in 1991, so he did not live long enough to receive the honor, but nonetheless, it was clearly an honor. According to the School Library Journal in 2017, NEA spokesperson Stephen Grant said, quote, one of the reasons we partnered with Seuss 20 years ago in 1997 was to kickstart this program. That was a strategy up front. So kids would see Dr. Seuss's cat in the hat and spark some attention. According to Newsweek, quote, at the time, Bob Chase, then NEA president said, we are calling for every child in every school and every community to be in the company of a book on Read Across America Day in celebration of Dr. Seuss's birthday. So now we're talking about just a few years ago. The program, Bob Chase added, quote, provides an excellent opportunity to work with parents and others in our communities to make a difference in the lives of our students. Chase also said, quote, people of all ages love Dr. Seuss. He epitomizes a love of children and learning. Read Across America Day is truly one of the largest celebrations of literacy this country has. Dr. Seuss would be proud, close quote. However, in recent years, the NEA has distanced itself from promoting Dr. Seuss exclusively to encourage children to read a diverse range of books. A statement on the NEA website explains why Read Across America Day is no longer tied solely to the cat and the hat author. Quote, there's a growing need for schools and libraries to include and promote diverse books. Students need books that provide both windows and mirrors if we are going to create more readers, writers, and people who feel included and recognized and who understand that the world is far richer than just their experiences alone. The NEA recognizes the need to work with a more diverse array of organizations and publishers to fulfill this need, and the Read Across America brand 
is now one that is independent of any one particular book, publisher, or character, close quote. So in a sense, you could have said they'd used Dr. Seuss to their advantage, they no longer needed him, and it was time to dump him. I think, in fact, that we need to look at this whole question of who Dr. Seuss was and why he now is being targeted. Because the underlying reality is that there are lots and lots of good books. But historically, what makes President Biden's proclamation fascinating is that apparently Dr. Seuss wasn't radical enough for Joe Biden. Former presidents, such as Obama and Trump, mentioned Dr. Seuss in their presidential proclamation for Read Across America Day. President Trump mentioned Dr. Seuss in each of his Read Across America's Day's presidential messages. In 2019, Trump said, in the timeless words of Dr. Seuss, the more that you read, the more things you will know, the more that you learn, the more places you'll go. These truths should be a reminder of the duty we all share to instill a love of reading in future generations. Former President Obama mentioned Dr. Seuss in each of his proclamations for Read Across America Day. In 2011, Obama said, quote, Read Across America Day marks the birthday of Theodore Seuss Geisel, better known to the world as Dr. Seuss. Through amusing wordplay and engaging tales, his stories have helped generations of young Americans enjoy reading and sharpen basic reading skills, vital tools for their future success. In 2014, President Obama said, quote, this day is also a time to honor the legacy of Theodore Seuss Geisel, known to us as Dr. Seuss. Countless Americans can recall his books as their first step into the lands of letters and wordplay. With creatures, contraptions, and vibrant characters, they have led generations of happy travelers through voyages of the imagination. Yet his tales also challenge dictators and discrimination. They call us to open our minds, to take responsibility for ourselves and our planet. And they remind us that the value of our possessions pales in comparison to that of the ties we share with family, friends, and community, close quote. Now, by contrast, President Biden said, quote, the key to developing young learners and to engaged, active, and related thinkers is instilling in them a love of reading at an early age. Reading is the gateway to countless skills and possibilities. It sets children on the path to a lifetime of discovery. But the first time, he made no mention of Dr. Seuss, raising the question, just how far to the left do you have to be to be acceptable to the modern Democratic Party? Don't just trust my statement. Here are some other political leaders and public figures. Here's First Lady Barbara Bush reading Green Eggs and Ham to a classroom at Walnut Bend Elementary School in Houston as part of the Barbara Bush Literacy Foundation. Sam, if you will let me be. And the Green Eggs and Ham. Ooh. Here is. President Obama reading Green Eggs and Ham at the 2010 White House Easter Egg Roll on April 5th. I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. I do not like them, Sam, I am. Here's Michelle Obama in 2015 reading, Oh, the things you can do that are good for you at a Let's Move initiative at the White House. I'm the cat in the hat. And today is the day, so jump in, buckle up. We must leave right away. For the feeling great sinner in far off Fadu 
It's a place part museum, part circus, part zoo. Here's President Obama again during a 2015 question and answer with White House interns praising Dr. Seuss. Pretty much all, uh, all of the stuff you need to know is in Dr. Seuss. <laughs> it's like uh, you know, the Star Valley Sneeches. We're all the same. So, so why, why would we treat somebody differently just because they don't have a star on their belt? Here is President Obama again in 2018 at an event saying everything you can learn from Dr. Seuss. Most of what you need to learn, you can actually just read Dr. Seuss, right? Because, you know, there's the story of the Sneetches and, <laughs> and like people, the Sneetches have the ones with stars, think that they're better than the ones who don't have stars and they got an attitude and then... <laughs> You know, there's the Lorax who's trying to tell people, hey, don't cut down the trees because then the fish are going to die, right? I mean, it's all pretty much there. Here's Melania Trump reading, oh, the places you'll go to children at a New York Children's Hospital in 2017 for Dr. Seuss Day. Oh, the places you will go. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any directions you choose. Now, suddenly, after several generations of people enjoyed Dr. Seuss after president after president praised Dr. Seuss, suddenly there are allegations of racism. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. 
I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There are a number of books which have accused Dr. Seuss of racism. One is, was the cat in the hat black? The Hidden Racism of Children's Literature and the Need for Diverse Books by Philip Nell. The description is that the book fearlessly examines topics both vivid, such as the cat in the hat's roots and blackface minstrelry, and more opaque, like how the children's book industry can perpetuate structural racism via whitewashed covers, even while making efforts to increase diversity. So what you have here is a left-wing intellectual arguing that the cat in the hat somehow relates to blackface minstrels, something which I suspect no one who read Cat in the Hat had ever thought about. You have to start with the notion that if you are a woke left-wing intellectual, everything is racist, everything is wrong. The real game changer may have been a study in 2019 entitled The Cat is Out of the Bag, Orientalism, Anti-Blackness, and White Supremacy in Dr. Seuss's Children's Books. The study was written by Katie Ishizuka and Ramon Stevens, co-directors of The Conscious Kid, which is dedicated to equity and promoting healthy racial identity development in youth. We support organizations, families, and educators in taking action to disrupt racism in young children. Stevens is also from the University of California in San Diego. The study was published in the February 2019 edition of Research on Diversity in Youth Literature, which is a, quote, peer-reviewed online open access journal hosted by St. Catharines University's Master of Library and Information Science Program and University Library. Let me just point out as a fellow academic that peer-reviewed is a very strange term depending on who the peers are. If the peers are all woke left-wingers, then the review is going to represent their values. So the 2019 study found that the vast majority of Dr. Seuss's human characters are white and that those who aren't are depicted with racist undertones. The study found that, quote, in the 50 Dr. Seuss children's books, 2,240 human characters are identified. Of the 2,240 characters, there are 45 characters of color representing 2% of the total number of human characters, close quote. In fact, the researchers paged through 50 Dr. Seuss books and found that 43 out of 45 characters of color had, quote, characteristics aligning with the definition of Orientalism, close quote. What's more, the two African characters drawn in these books displayed anti-Black characteristics, often with men of color presented in subservient, exotified, or dehumanized roles, according to the report. Now, before I go on with their further condemnation of Dr. Seuss, let me just point out that all of Edgar Rice Burroughs' writing, Tarzan, the Mars series, all of it, could be attacked along the same lines because he wrote in a different era, in a different time. Huckleberry Finn has been banned from school libraries, even though it is considered by many the greatest single novel ever written in the American system. If you have somebody who starts out in the morning thinking that everything is racist and all their job is is to find what's racist, it's amazing what they're going to find. And if they also insist on being ahistoric 
and ignoring the realities of the world that they're writing about, then they will always be able to find something to condemn. This study, for example, noted that Dr. Seuss's racist political cartoons before and after his children's book's publishing career, stating that he, quote, published hundreds of racist political cartoons, comics and advertisements for newspapers, magazines, companies in the United States government. In fact, in the 1920s, Dr. Seuss published anti-Black and anti-Semitic cartoons in Dartmouth's humor magazine, The Jack-O-Lantern. He depicted a Jewish couple, captioned the Coens, with oversized noses and Jewish merchants on a football field with, quote, quarterback Mosenblum, refusing to relinquish the ball until a bargain price has been established for the goods being sold. In the same issue of Jack-O-Lantern, Seuss drove black male boxers as gorillas. His cartoons, advertisements, and writings often exhibited explicit anti-black racism. He consistently portrayed Africans and African-Americans as monkeys and cannibals, often holding spears, surrounded by flies, and wearing grass skirts. But in 2017, a Seuss museum in Springfield, Massachusetts, replacing a mural from, quote, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, featuring a Chinese character running while carrying a bowl of rice and chopsticks, dressed in a silk robe after two authors threatened to boycott events there because of the jarring racial stereotype. Since 2017, reading across America started to shift away from Dr. Seuss, saying, quote, it's not about reading or not reading certain books. It's about raising awareness around the social and systemic bias that such books promote. Dr. Seuss and whiteness is a reflection of the overwhelming silence and literacy regarding matters of race, especially with both young people and white people, close quote. Until 2018, when its contract ended, the National Education Association had partnered with Dr. Seuss Enterprises. One of the reasons we partnered with Seuss 20 years ago in 1997 was to kickstart this program, NEA spokesman Stephen Grant told the School Library Journal in 2017. Quote, that was the strategy up front. So kids would see Dr. Seuss's cat in the hat and spark some attention, close quote. So even the NEA is admitting that Dr. Seuss was so popular and his books were so dynamic that he was a tremendous advocate for reading. Maybe the most successful advocate, if you look at total sales and you think about how many parents and how many grandparents read from it. Now, the current fights focusing in on six of his books, which are being shelved starting March 2nd for, quote, for racist images, including, quote, and to think that I saw it in Mulberry Street, If I Ran the Zoo, Miguel Agat's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quiz. Dr. Seuss Enterprises explained in a statement that after working with a panel of experts, which included educators, it decided to cease licensing and publishing those particular titles saying, these books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. And by the way, a side effect of that has been that on eBay, the price of these books has gone up. One of them sells for $700 on eBay because people realize they're being canceled, that there's an effort here to eliminate them from American life. The Loudoun County, Virginia School District will no longer celebrate Dr. Seuss during Read Across America Day citing, quote, strong racial undertones in some of his books and illustrations. Now, remember, this is a guy who had written an amazing number of books. They were almost all bestsellers. 
they were among the most common books, probably the most common books, read to children for three generations. But now suddenly they're unacceptable. The fact is Dr. Seuss is being caught up in the cancel culture in which self-appointed moral police run around trying to decide what to destroy, which statues to destroy, which schools to rename, which books to burn, and the resemblance to Maoist China, Nazi Germany, Stalinist Russia gets more and more weird. And this is a perfect example to stop and have a debate. The fact is Dr. Seuss was born on March 2nd, 1904. He lived in a different world. There were different standards. People did different things. He wrote the book, The Cat in the Hat, because he was concerned about children learning to read. His publisher challenged him to write a story that first graders can't put down. And he rose the challenge and he did it. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. He wrote his first children's book in 1937, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. He wrote his last book, Oh, The Places You'll Go, in 1990, one year before his death. Dr. Seuss began to be very successful, and his publisher bet him he couldn't write a book with only 50 words. Dr. Seuss used exactly 50 words in his book, Green Eggs and Ham. By 1984, he won the Pulitzer Prize for, quote, his contribution to the education and enjoyment of America's children and their parents. 
Now, here's what I want you to think about. Here's a man who desperately cared about children, who wrote specifically to have children get involved with reading, something which we desperately need, particularly, by the way, we need among minority children in school systems where they're trapped by the teachers union with no learning, no literacy, the whole purpose of having a day dedicated to reading and a month dedicated to reading is exemplified by Dr. Seuss, person who despite his weaknesses, and I've deliberately outlined, yes, he had weaknesses. Let's have an honest debate. He wasn't perfect. He was a creature of his time. He was born in 1904. He was writing in a different era where different things were appropriate. And yet, by every standard we know of, he was deeply anti-Nazi, deeply anti-communist, he desperately favored freedom, and he tried to write things that take place outside of the common culture, so that his books really are remarkable. At the time of his death, he was worth about $75 million. As recently as last year, he sold 6 million copies. Now think about this. This is a guy, we had one great strength. Children liked his books. They listened to his books. They wanted their parents and grandparents and their older brother and sister to read the books. As an introduction to literacy in a nation which desperately needs it, Dr. Seuss is to be celebrated, not canceled. By 2015, What Pet Should I Get, which was an unpublished Dr. Seuss book, ended up selling more than 200,000 copies in its first week. People thought it had been written between 1958 and 1962. Remember, that's before any of the Civil Rights Acts. That's in a different world with a different set of values. When they made the movie How the Grinch Stole Christmas, it was based on one of his books, it grossed $260 million. That was in 2000. Eight years later, Horton Hears a Who grossed $154 million. So you have here a popular figure attracting children, convincing them to read, teaching them words. It is astonishing. None of his critics, none of his critics have come anywhere near helping children read on the scale that he did. And it tells you how sick our culture is that when you have a person, who over a lifetime beginning in 1904 develops a real effort to be involved and develops a real concern for children to learn to read and tries to write for children on their terms so they will be excited. The answer on the left is not to praise him, not to encourage him. The answer on the left is to ban him because he somehow isn't perfect. So to put this in context, if Dr. Seuss was more than fine for First Lady Barbara Bush, whose passion for reading was deep, fine for President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama, but somehow he's inadequate for Joe Biden. The cancel culture is endless, totalitarian, and seeks any excuse to destroy the common culture. And Joe Biden played up to it in the way he dropped Dr. Seuss. And the cancel culture is really, truly dangerous. 
Notice, for example, that Amazon took down the Clarence Thomas documentary, quote, created equal, Clarence Thomas in his own words, on February 8th. So they decided to celebrate Black History Month by eliminating the African-American who was on the Supreme Court because he's too conservative. That documentary began airing on PBS in May 2020, streaming on Amazon in October, and then it was suddenly taken down. The director, Michael Pack, said he has never been told why they took it down. In an interview for the Wall Street Journal, he said, quote, our distributor, who's the one who made the deal with Amazon, has repeatedly asked them for explanations, but they haven't given any. They have the right to pull anything from their site, and they don't have to give an explanation. So it's not a contract violation. But many people have complained, and they haven't put it back up, close quote. According to the director, it was not because no one was watching the film. For a while, the film was briefly number one in documentaries, and is still number 25 or 30. Less popular documentaries about Anita Hill and Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg continue to be available. The cancel culture and the cancel dictatorship are very clear about what they're doing. They want to eliminate any representation of traditional America. They want to create an environment where the only things you can find are on the left, brainwashing you and your children, and making sure that your only points of reference are on the left. And Joe Biden is the cancel culture president. Don't be mistaken about this. The people he's going to appoint to the Department of Education the people he's going to appoint across the board, the organizations he's going to listen to, they are all dedicated to the cancel culture. And I have a very simple proposition. If you think that the most popular writer for children in history should be available, then you probably ought to be a Republican. If, on the other hand, you think that Clarence Thomas ought to be taken down, that Dr. Seuss should be canceled, and that only left-wing publications with clear propaganda biases should be available, then you want to be a Democrat, because that's who they're becoming. They're becoming a party of censorship, a party of tyranny, a party of getting rid of books. Oh, they don't burn them. They just make it impossible to publish them. And you saw the Dr. Seuss organization cave. You're not going to be able to buy six books because they're not even going to publish them anymore. So we moved from a country which cherished freedom to a country which cherishes tyranny. And I think that this is a very important point. This was not going after some ideological right-winger. This was not going after some Trump supporter. This is going after the most popular children's writer in history. It tells you about the boldness, the self-confidence, and the arrogance of the modern left that they think it's possible to cancel, and they're succeeding. Don't kid yourself. When the company which continues to prosper by being associated with Dr. Seuss backs down and eliminates six titles, it's very clear that the totalitarian left is on the march. And when the President of the United States cancels in his statement on national reading and takes out for the first time ever Dr. Seuss, it tells you how powerful, how arrogant, and how willing they are to tell the rest of us who we're allowed to be. I think this is more than just a minor issue. 
I think this is a symptom of a very deep, very profound problem that threatens the very heart of American liberty. Mitch World is produced by Gamers 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers. Our producer is Garnsey Sloan. And our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Pendlick. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners at Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at Gingrich360.com slash newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.